tune in to Conversations with Dr. D. Yvonne Young. Join America's leading relationship expert, top holistic life coach, and best-selling author, Dr. D. Yvonne Young, along with a diverse team of regular commentators, experts, and celebrity guests. Be entertained while being informed on the issues that affect you most. Don't miss it. Dr. D. Yvonne Young, providing you the tools you need to start living a profoundly extraordinary life. Good afternoon, America. Today is July the 2nd, 2014, and in that old proverbial phrase that is just overused, boy, have I got a show for you. There are some things that happen in the lives of all of us, uh, especially those of us that think that we have found love and are wondering what in the heck to do with it. Well, if you're like most people, you are in one of two stages. You either have a really cool relationship, and if that's the case, more power to you. Matter of fact, there's nothing better than feeling loved and being in love. Those things, uh, it, it is so funny when we talk about love. It is an emotion or a condition is what I like to refer to it as that Seldom has mankind ever had something that was so freely given, so freely um, present, that transcends all states of being. You could be in the best mood, and if you're in a, um, you know, if you're in a bad relationship, you want to, no matter what someone does, how much money they could give you. Well, for some of us, I guess we would take the money and run, but even with that, you just have money and still be pissed off. The other side of this coin is you could be in the worst of circumstances, laying in the hospital. And we see this often with people on their deathbed. Someone will be uh, getting ready to put it, throw in big sticks. And right before they want to take that last breath, here comes Big Junior walking through the door. And all of a sudden, Grandmother just smiles because she just wanted to see her baby one last time before she got up out of here. Love is a very beautiful thing, and it's a thing that all of us strive for. It's something that we want. Once we find it, typically we are in a state of euphoric bliss, at least for a moment. And as we tend to walk down the corridors of emotional heaven, love warms us and it comforts us and it soothes us. Well, that's all good, isn't it? But let's get to the realities of love. Sometimes, and hopefully this is not something you're going through right now, but if you are, you definitely want to listen to today's program. I'm going to talk about the signs that let you know If you are in a viable relationship, if you're in a relationship that even has a prayer of working, most of us don't understand love any more than we understand uh, Pythagorean's theorem. We don't understand how the cosmos interacts. How is it that the world is round and people on the bottom of it don't fall into deep space? And that's about the understanding many of us have concerning love and especially concerning intimate, romantic-based relationships. 
How do we know? How is it that the same person that causes you to feel so happy that makes you get giddy in the stomach, next thing they give you an upset stomach, how is it this person that has your head feeling as if it's floating in the clouds now has your head feeling as if it's slamming against concrete? How is it? that this person who we would look at our phone and we would just see their name or, you know, with uh, smartphones, you can even see the picture of this person calling you. All of a sudden now you see that same face, that same number on your phone, and instead of saying, oh, Lord, you're going, oh, Lord. Well, there's some signs that let us know when our relationships are working and when they're not. So today, get your pen and paper out. Yeah, I know you know. You're listening to Conversations with Dr. B. Yvonne Young. And as much as this program is designed to give you a sense of uh, wholeness and a sense of awareness to bring purpose and meaning to your life, this program is also designed to wake your behind up and help you to stop tripping and being stuck on stupid. Some of you right now are in a relationship that is totally, totally good for you, but you've got issues that you need to address that has nothing at all to do with the person that you are married to, engaged to, dating, or contemplating going into a relationship with. Now, with all of that stuff said, let's just get straight to the meat. First thing, when you get in a relationship, Many of us, I'm going to throw me in that one, we get into a hot ghetto mess for one reason. We do not define this relationship. If anything, what we do is we jump ourselves way ahead of the – and I, I think there's this phrase where they say, you put the, uh, the cart in front of the horse, which, you know, it's kind of stupid, but we do it. We Project on other people, and and I said this on this uh, on our show Sunday night. If you don't have uh, a clue about life and love, you really need to listen to Sunday night's show. And as you know, all of our programs are archived. So just go to Conversations with Dr. Devon Young. Just Google it. Go to Blog Talk Radio. Type in the name D Space I B A N Space Young, and you will find it. But one thing that was stated in the program the other day is that we get into relationships with this foolish perception that once I get in a relationship, it's on. My life is solved. I'm not by myself anymore. I watch people, and and it amuses me because you would think by the time you get to be 30, 40, 50, hell, even 60 years old, You know better than this mess, but for some reason we are just totally oblivious uh, to our habits. We get in these relationships, and we are just so in love. You are so kissy-faced. You cannot wait for this person to be in your presence. You almost get a burn mark on your hand from pulling your drawers off. You run in the house. You go take a wash off, 
I hope you bathe, but at least take a wash off. And you you almost brush your teeth. Okay, maybe some of you don't do that. You gargle. But bottom line is you get yourself ready to say, take all of me, baby. Here I am. It is me in the flesh. And you are off to the races. The sex is great. You go on dates, you hold hands, you have no problem with these public displays of affection. Matter of fact, you are in the in a state of bliss that lasts every bit of a few weeks. <laughs> For some of you, it's not even a few weeks, it's a few days. For others, it's a day. Why in the devil does that happen? Well, let's deal with the reality. The first problem is... You are going into a situation wanting something external to validate you internally, and it's not going to happen, people. I promise you, at best, you are going to be in a moment that will not sustain itself other than while you have your erection or while your Viagra hadn't worn off or the Patron is still kicked in, but the minute that you snap your behind back into reality, it's kind of like coming off of a high from a drug, isn't it? Like you never smoke weed. Well, some of you guys have taken pills and God knows what else, eating mushrooms, but the truth is it's the same thing. You get this endorphinic high, and part of this, just to kind of talk neuropathology for a second, is uh, it's very likened to drug abuse. You get your fix, you release the endorphins and get a serotonin boost and the adrenaline surges, all of a sudden you are, you're there, you know, it's on for you. Then when this situation has, just like drug abuse, the reality hits you that, okay, that high did not take away the problems of normal everyday life. That temporary state of euphoria did not relieve you of the things that are going on with you, the stuff that was going on with you before you met this new lover, this your new boo, your new baby. What do you do? Well, here's the first thing you need to do. You need to look at yourself. I sit in my office day in, day out, week in, week out. I'm on these television shows, doing these radio programs, and I get these phone calls from you, America, from you, Canada, from you, the United Kingdom. I get these calls from you, my friends down under, my friends in the Virgin Islands and in the Caribbean, and everyone, I don't care what your accent is, I don't care what your zip code is, the same question. I don't understand what happened. Well, hell, let me tell you what happened. This is real. You went into something. You didn't deal with your own junk. And because you didn't deal with your own junk, this person that said all the right stuff to you, that that they promised you a rose garden, they they told you that, you know what, you smell you smell like baby breath. You are so you you make my heart skip a beat. They told you everything you wanted to hear, and it validated your silly butt for about 10 minutes to an hour or two without you ever stopping and thinking, why am I present? Why 
what, why am I even here? So the first sign that you need to look at when you're examining a relationship for authenticity is what did you come in there with? Did you come in there realistically thinking about the things that you brought to this table? See, here's a, here's a problem with a lot of good relationships. And, and, and again, I'm not going to get away from the subject because the, the subject matter is a simple subject. It, it really just goes straight at the core of life and relationships, and it asks this one question. Are you in something that's real, and is it worth the effort that you are putting forth right now to make that relationship that you're in significant? Is it worth it? Is it worth the effort? Is it worth the time? Is it worth the toil? Is it worth all of this stuff that you've got going on in your life today for you to say, you know what, let me hang on in there, baby. Let me do what I need to do in this moment to have what I need to have, what I need to have take place in my life. Is this really another stop along my life's path, or is this the real thing? Well, the reason I'm starting with you being at the helm of this ship is because you are the captain of your ship. You are the person that has the wheel in terms of steering your life in a direction when it's ha- when, when just for lack of a better phrase, when it's right where it's supposed to be, how it's supposed to be. Are we uh, to make this sound so corny? Are we there yet? Well, you are there. After we get even close to halfway through this program today, you're going to know without a shadow of a doubt whether that relationship you're in right now is worth the effort. Matter of fact, I'm even going to do some, take this thing a step further for you. Write the number down at 646 Four seven eight fifty six ten. That's six four six four seven eight fifty six ten. I'm going to take some of your calls. Please don't call with something stupid. However, there really are no stupid questions. But if you get my drift, don't call and ask me. Uh, should is this relationship going somewhere? And this person slapped you upside your head twice, or they stole your car, went off and drained out your bank account. Hell no, that relationship is not worth interrupting the program. But if you really are trying to figure out, you know, I think I'm in love. Or I know I'm in love, but I don't know if they love me. I feel like they care, but one minute they're there and one minute they're not. Well, you might want to call and ask a few questions, but if you can't do that and you're too embarrassed because you figure your significant other is one of the millions of people listening to this program right now uh, and they might recognize your voice, Go ahead and uh, shoot an email or a text message, and we, I'll try to get to it. But uh, let, let's go here first. The first thing that causes a relationship to be out of balance is you didn't come into it balanced yourself. That's right. It's not all about the other person. And I am going to go there today. We're going to talk about the other person. But what is going on with you? Have you walked into a situation expecting someone else? 
to be the source of your happiness, expecting them to authenticate and validate your life and to move you toward a state of wholeness, if that's what you're expecting in a relationship, I'm not going to tell you that you shouldn't have some expectation and that you shouldn't uh, look at your significant other with, uh, with uh, just a degree of hope because that's what relationships are about. They are about people loving you for who you are as well as who you're not. But it is not incumbent upon someone else to make you happy. I've had more men and women in my office saying, you know, but she won't let me. He won't let me. You are not a damn slave. You are not an indentured servant. Relationships that are good are good because two whole, complete people, I didn't say two perfect people, I said two whole and complete people went into a situation, and they went into that situation fully aware of who they are and who they are not, and they're working on and owning and claiming their own stuff. So that's the first thing is, are you at the table complete yourself? If you're not, that's sign number one that you should not give up on your relationship, okay? So are you complete? Write that down. Am I complete? And, Dr. Young, what is complete? Well, here's what complete is. Have you taken a good look at your life? Have you stopped blaming everyone from the cat, the dog, and mama and Uncle Bill, uh, Aunt Susie or whoever, for what's not going on in your life? Because if you are still and I'm going to say this to just various people, and I'm not talking to anyone specific. So if you happen to be a client of mine or if you happen to be uh, someone that I lectured to or, or taught or whatever, I'm not talking about you, but I'm talking to you, the listener. If you have not dealt with your own stuff, if you have someone else taking care of you, paying your way. And I don't mean just financially. Some people are paying your way emotionally. Some people are paying your way circumstantially. You're living with someone, shacking up, even maybe married, and everything in the house belongs to them. You didn't bring nothing but your your underwear and some toothpaste, and you probably didn't even bring the toothpaste. If that's you, you can't blame this other person for you not having your stuff together. I almost slipped and said that word that sounds like S and T, but not it's not stuff. But the bottom line is you cannot blame them. So what did you come in here, and are you complete yourself? If you are not complete as an individual, you cannot blame the person you're in a relationship with because your behind is broke, busted, disgusted, and frustrated with your own damn life. It is not their job. Relationships are not created for someone else to fix you. That's number one. Number two, did you talk about this relationship prior to getting in it? Did you avoid or did you engage the conversation? Did you ask the hard questions? Did you take a moment and visit, why am I in this? You know, why am I waking up next to you? Why am I sitting here in my birthday suit and you in your birthday suit? 
For those of you that have no clue what a birthday suit is, that's your naked behind. Why are we here? Did you have a conversation? And were you listening or were you projecting on this other person your wants, your hopes, and your desires? And ladies, don't get mad at me, but I, I, I love you. I love you madly, but I got to give you some re- reality here. Ladies, when a man tells you, I am going to date you, I'm dating, or a gentleman, when a lady says, I'm dating, that does not mean they are sleeping with everyone else. It doesn't mean that they're not, okay? I'm just saying, but it doesn't mean that they are. And if anything, that's a good situation. You don't want someone to end up with you. You don't want someone to be with you because you gave them some, you loaned them some money, and they are with you out of obligation and circumstance. Who the hell wants that? You know, I don't want that. Do you want to be somebody's uh, somebody's situation? I want to be somebody's choice. But we get in these things where we didn't even define why we are a participant in whatever it is we're participating in. Did you have a conversation and the person told you, look, I'm looking for a husband, I'm looking for a wife, I want a committed relationship, but your wishy-washy behind can't commit to nobody, or you are mature enough to say, I'm not ready to, which, you know, people, let, let me say this. When someone can be honest enough with you to tell you, you know what, I'm 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 building a relationship with me right now. And I really do dig you. Let's get to know each other and see for some of you, some of you are start trying to go back and whatever's happened to your butt. You don't know, got laid off or you know your your ex died lately or you know you uh your kids have left home going off to college. Now you're in the house by yourself, your dog died, whatever the hell happened. And you are finding yourself with a void in your life. For whatever reason, whatever reason, whether God put the void there, you did something stupid and put a void there yourself, doesn't matter. You have a void. Now you want to project on someone your void. And you want to say, well, you know what, boo, I really love you. And you love them because your butt just got laid off and you need stability. So you're not mature enough to go and embrace your own life and create a new life. Your, your ex just died or your current spouse just died or they did, walked out because they could, wasn't putting up with your crap no more. Now, all of a sudden, you finally are dating someone, and you're, you're wondering, well, is this going to work? And you're wondering, well, maybe if I date someone else, they'll have a bigger booty or, you know, they'll be more endowed or they'll have more money or they'll, they'll kiss my butt and let me not have to develop and expand and be responsible as an adult So I'm not going to stay here where I'm being challenged to become better than I am to be what God created me to be. You want someone that's going to just bless your mess. That's the second sign. It's not time to leave the relationship. It's time to leave that stupid-ass mindset you've got. It's time for you to grow the heck up and realize that, you know what, 
I've had a GED. Maybe I do need to go back and take, you know, get a certification, get something that requires a license, or maybe even get a college degree, whatever. Quit waiting on someone else to fix your life. So that's another sign that you probably should not leave the relationship, and it's not them that's wrong. It's you that is wrong. Now, let's get back to this definition thing again. Especially minorities, black, Hispanic, even Asians, we are something wrong with us. We need some white folks. Now, before y'all start going, mm-hmm, y'all, y'all are crazy too, but all human beings, we, we got some issues, black, white, green, whatever your race, color, gender, whether you're straight, gay, doesn't matter. Have you had a conversation with this person that's in your life and asked them, why are you here? Are you here because you're horny and you want to get some and I look like the kind of person you want to give some to, get some from? Is that it? Are you here because I have a car and you don't? (laughs) I mean... I know that sounds so trifling, but there are people right now fooling with folks just because they got a job or a car. Some people are looking for a man or a woman to help them with the kids. Others, you started having sex with your secretary. You started screwing your boss. Now they finally did leave the other person, and they're not giving you what you thought you were going to get. Well, Whose fault is that? Should you stay or should you go? I'm going to tell you like this. What you should do is step back for a minute, not leave or go, not stay. But you should tell that person, I need to take a time out. Nothing against you. You need to tell them, I need to step back and look at me because I got in this relationship with you for the wrong damn reasons. But now that I'm in it, I really do kind of like you. But... I don't really know if I'm here for the right reasons. See, that's called character. You ought to try having some of it. (laughs) It will make your day a lot better when you have a little bit of character. Ask yourself, am I in this relationship with you for the right reasons? Or am I just doing something because... I don't like being by myself. See, some of you can't handle being alone with you. I got news for you. If you don't want to be alone with you, why in the hell would someone else want to be alone with you? You don't even want to be alone with you. Are you in a relationship with somebody because you just don't like being alone? Are you in a relationship with somebody because your biological clock is ticking, tick, 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 tick. You want to have a baby. You're, everybody around you is getting married. Your, your cousin got married last week. Hell, your mama even got remarried, and you still ain't got married yet. So you had a baby? Well, let me give you a hint, people. If you're in a relationship because somebody is pregnant, 
you really need you and I need to talk. You you need to call my office, and it ain't gonna be free. But you you need to talk because you don't have relationships because you're pregnant. That's you're pregnant because your butt was being a freak that night and it got good and you didn't stop and put on a condom or you were just irresponsible and you know you're a freak but you decided okay I'm not taking birth control I missed my pill I didn't wear a condom or use the sponge that is not a reason to be in a relationship that's a reason to be a bit embarrassed and feel a little stupid because that was stupid but at the end of the point you can't unstrike a match it is what it is. Now, can a relationship form after that? Sure it can, but I think you might want to get into a good relationship with yourself first before you bring someone else into your mess. Are you in a relationship because you just want to have sex? And, you know, you and baby daddy, baby mama, you're familiar with each other. That's what you're used to. You don't want to sleep with someone else. Hell, that's your child's daddy. You don't want a relationship. Well, let me say this to you. If that works for you, more power to you. Again, the whole issue here is, is the other person aware of that's why you're present? Are they thinking what you're thinking? Because if two plus two adds up to seven, you're probably not – somebody's getting shortchanged here. You know, we're we missing three points somewhere. You cannot continue – to move into relationships and have relationships with people without taking time to really ascertain why are you there? Why are you in it? What in the hell are you doing? Does this even make sense to you? Is it worth your time? Is it worth your money? Is it something that, um, for lack of a better choice of words, is it something that is going to fulfill you in the long term? Well, I'm going to tell you this. Sometimes we get so far off track, and we get so far off track for the dumbest uh, reasons, and, and it just makes no sense to me. You know, we do these things trying to figure out ourselves at someone else's expense. Not only is that selfish, it is cruel, it is, um, if you have children involved in this too, it, um, you're, you're just setting up a hot mess is what you're doing. Well, anyway, I've got this, I'm going to play something, I'm going to take a quick break with the half. I have a good friend of mine, Mr. Tony Terry. You think that you need a relationship, and if you have one, and if it's honest, and if both of you are on the same page, I want to congratulate you because that's what my brand is all about is love and putting things together. But to be really honest, before you can love someone else, you probably want to try loving yourself. We're going to listen to All I Need by Tony Terry. You're tuned to Conversations with Dr. D. Yvonne Young, and we'll be right back. <laughs> I'll be honest 
I can't lie, you're all I need in my life My heart inside never felt so right If this is wrong, I don't wanna be right I think of you all the time Girl, you're always on my mind Not a moment of the day goes by When I don't wish you were by my side You came along and eased my day Girl, you know you made me Cause most my love's been hit on me commitment's what I was searching for I needed someone to give me more
Wow, that's Mr. Tony Terry with All I Need. Back to this conversation. All you need is for you to start taking your life a little bit more serious. You know, the next thing that you can spot, we I was talking about um, how can you tell if this relationship is worth staying in? Is it real? Is it worth saving? Well, the first criteria is are you real and are you really fully present? Because if you're not, I don't care how good your relationship appears to be. It's based on a lie. You have to be who you really are, not who you're representing yourself to be. If you are anything other than the essence of the worst of you and the best of you while with someone else, you are living a lie. You know, I use this term frequently about people dating and falling in love with a representative. That's so real. Stop taking. Be yourself. Second thing I talked about is, you know, have you really defined why you're there? <laughs> I mean, are you in this thing for the right reasons yourself? And if you notice something that I keep saying, a lot of what we do is we get in relationships with other people and we blame them for the baggage we bought. And when they don't unpack our bags and unload our stuff for us, then we have the audacity to feel betrayed, to feel that we have gone into a situation and we're not getting what we should get. Hello? How in the hell are you going to get something out if you didn't really put anything in, people? Let's be real. Now, I'm going to go and jump. I, I said I'd get off of us and what we did, and, and I know for some people that are listening to the show, they're going, but I, Okay, you talking about me. I want to know how can I tell if they're not right. All right. Let's play. Let's pretend. Let's pretend that you did come to the table right. Let's pretend that you were one of the one of what I call the enlightened, the mature people that went into a relationship. You already checked your baggage. You are, you know, you got your own stuff. You take responsibility for what you don't do. You don't blame everybody else for things that don't go right. You you share and the burden as well as the blessing. Okay, cool. Got it. Hell, if you like that and you're real fine, you need to call me. No, I'm just kidding. Here's, here's the truth. The way that you can tell if you're in a relationship that is just wrong as hell, wrong as two left feet, and you and this person, you need to say, you know what, I can't do this anymore. You're driving me out my – you feel crazy. Here's the first one. If your relationship resembles a soap opera and you're not an actor, then maybe it may be time that you need to get the hell out of it because here's the reality of it. Drama isn't real. And if you're dating an unstable drama king or queen – and every time you look up, everything is a damn fight, and you're always going, my God, and you're taking deep breaths, and you have to wonder, okay, we get along fine today. It's two days later. This fool is arguing about something else. They're raising their voice. They're threatening to leave me. They're threatening whatever. You know, you can't see your baby. You know, I can't stand you. And they're always throwing in your face what their ex did and didn't do, that's a soap opera, that's a drama queen, leave. Cut your losses. That crap is not going to get any better. 
And I'm going to tell you how you know. Whatever you see in a person, people are stable over time, man. Remember that. Write that down. And Dr. D said it. And if you had to look at them and say, look, Dr. D said your ass is crazy. Don't you, if they really crazy, don't you use my name. But if, you know, just between you and I, you know, and the other few million people that are listening to this right now, I want you to realize that crazy folks typically stay crazy. And if they are over 30 years old, their ass is more than likely going to stay crazy for real. Just cut your losses. Here's the other thing. If you are in a relationship and both of you, I'm going to underline this because there is nothing wrong with having a friends with benefits relationship long as both of you have agreed to that being the nature of the relationship. But if you are in a relationship where you are thinking this dude is getting ready to wife you or this woman is getting ready to, uh, you know, have your babies and be your girl, wake your silly behind up. You cannot have a physical sexual relationship and think that if the other person has told you, you know, like, you know what, I really don't want to be in a committed relationship. I like you. I like dating you. I enjoy going on vacations with you. I like having sex with you. It is what it is. And if two people agree to that because, you know, you're, you, you don't know where your career is going to take you in the next year or two, you just got out of a damn marriage of 20, 15 years, and you're not trying to go there right now, and you and this other person both are, have talked about it and said, you know, um, I'm single, you're single. If you're going to date, cool. I'm going to date, cool. Use your head. Use protection. You know, I'm not going to ask you where you've been, where you're going, and I'm not going to tell you where I've been and where I'm going, but I do like you and I want to date you. Listen, that is a mature adult relationship. There's absolutely nothing wrong with it, but what's wrong is when the other person doesn't know that's where you are. When you're telling, when you got some, and fellas, we, men are really guilty of this, and so are some of you women. When you just start keeping people around because the sex is good, and you know damn well that you're just there because it's it's convenient. You know, it's like you like what they do. You like how they make you feel. You like how they look, smell, taste, all of that. Okay, cool. Just make sure the other person is aware of it because if not, one of you is going to end up really hurt and you're playing yourself and another person. Here's another way that you know whether your relationship is crazy. Uh, when your ego either is overinflated or damaged, and you're dating someone because they feed your ego. They drive a Bentley. They have a, a you know, whatever, Lamborghini. They are built a certain way. Man, she walks in the house and, damn, she's just fine as what. Uh, he looks like Adonis. But after the, that, you don't really have anything to talk about. You fly in and out of town. You cannot wait to go back home because you can only take being around this person for a day or two. <laughs> that is not a relationship, fool. That is your ego being validated. That is not going to work. I'm telling you, scratch it. That's a, you know, cut your losses, throw a chunk up the deuce. We can easily fall victim to this ego trick, too, especially when we want to conquer what we think we can't have or usually don't allow things, or uh, here's another sign. If you are put up with somebody that you know damn well, you would tell your daughter or your sister or your parent or someone you actually gave a hoot about, that is not happening. 
bounce. That's your ego being validated. You know, I swear, there is a woman out there with a big booty that will not treat you that way. There's a man out there that's stacking paper that actually will see you for the person you are. But, again, let's stop and take responsibility. Have you sold your soul to the devil? Have you become basically a Kardashian? (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. Have you become one of these people that is just doing something because it's convenient to do because everybody's looking and it seems so cool? It's not cool. Quit playing yourself like a fool. Now, here's the next sign that your relationship sucks. I was watching Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. I don't care if y'all don't watch it. I do. Anyway, there was this sister uh, that was used to, she's a little scrappy baby mama. Don't th- doesn't that sound ghetto? Is he a little scrappy baby mama? I can't even believe I just said that, and would y'all please forgive me? Anyway, the truth of it is she was dating this buster, and that's the guy that every time you look up, she's passing him her credit card. Okay. (laughs) Uh-uh, wrong, people. If you are dating a man or a woman that every time you go out you pay for it, You are in a very unbalanced relationship, even if you are married to them. If all they can offer you is sex, uh, hello, you can't. They're not going to be happy. They're going to resent you sooner or later because people that aren't independent don't like – on the inside, we are born as individuals to not need anybody. As a matter of fact, think about it like this. You come into this world – alone. You leave this world alone. And the entire time you are here, whatever it is that you want, be it a degree, a car, living in a certain neighborhood, you want it because you feel it will bring you balance and it will make you feel complete and it will make you happy. Unbalanced relationships never work. They don't last. I promise you, they will end in destruction. I've had a couple of clients in my office. These people are so rich, they write a check, the bank will bounce, okay? And the woman, she's, she's well-educated, but she's not using her education. She just sits around waiting on her allowance every month. And the man is always, you know, he'll say, you're so stupid, you're this, you're that, you know. Well, let's tell the truth about this, John. Who did what to who? And what has happened is they have been together so long that they've just dysfunctional is the normal. So she doesn't really like the relationship, but she's in love with her husband because the country club said you don't do it. And plus, she doesn't want to move out that $1.5 million house and give up her allowance. And he really, he likes her. She, you know, she's giving him two kids. He thinks she's an idiot and an airhead, and he doesn't trust her with anything. And... But he's not going to get a divorce because it will cost him half of everything he's earned. Hmm. That really sounds like a relationship, doesn't it? Hell to the null. So stay out of unbalanced stuff. It, it just results in a nightmare. Here's another thing. If you're in a relationship that has S-H blank T-T-Y, I did not say the word, folks, communication, It will naturally fail on its own over time, I promise you. Now, here's how you know. If everything y'all talk about results in an argument, 
Okay, baby, I want to go eat dinner. Okay, what do you want? I want chicken. Goddamn, you had chicken last time. If your relationships go there, or if your relationships go to, I thought you were going to sleep on this side of the bed. That's my side of the bed. If you are having conversations that always end up talking about what's wrong, never focusing on what's right, if your conversations and your relationship is always negative, Child, let me tell you something. Go buy a dog and get out of that. You know, you may, it's one thing to be a fool, but to be a damn fool, you know, that's a whole other thing. Here's another one. Disrespect. When your significant other or you constantly insulting the other person, that's something derogatory. Rolling eyes. You know, you know, I look at people and they these couples will come in my office and while one of them's talking, the other one's eyes just all up in the ceiling. I'm like, Are you scratching the bottom of what's left of your brain? Could you stop that? You know? If every time you are with someone, you can spot more that's wrong with them than what's right. Or if they can always seem to find everything is wrong with you. And they can never say, well, you know what, thank you for being a good provider. Thank you for cleaning up the house. Thank you for uh, being a good mom or stepfather or stepmother. Thank you for letting me use the car. Thank you for always opening your mind, body, and soul up to me. If you never hear somebody do anything but disrespect you, you're a fool of being that. I won't even take that any further. That does not bear any further explanation. And if it does, you and I really, in the words of my dear friend Deborah Duncan of CBS Television in Houston, you and I really, really need to talk. <laughs> anyway, the next one. Hear this, people. Wank, wank, wank. Hear this. All relationships will come to an end. I promise you. Either in death or in life. Sometimes, and this happens often over time, people just naturally can grow apart. And if you have not willfully and intentionally created mutual goals and looked to enjoy life with each other with intent, you will grow apart. People that stay together out of functional codependence, or should I say dysfunctional codependence, that is not a relationship. That's a situation. Good relationships require conscious effort to meet in the middle. They require conscious effort to appreciate one another. And that can be done. with. And so this is for those of you that are like, you know, you've been in a relationship 10, 20 years, and you're wondering, should I come, should I go? Well, let me give you this. If you and the other person is mature enough to stop and think, you know what, I spent 20 years of my life with you, let's fix this. And they say, well, let's call Dr. D up and sign up for that five-week program. Or they say, or you guys can say, you know, let's buy a new house. Let's create some new memories in a new place. Let's pack up and move to a city where neither of us know each other. I mean, know each other. <laughs> Photo slip, right? Uh, where neither of us know anyone else. And you have to be forced to start anew together again. 
You know, I'm I'm so enamored by this show, House Hunters International. And you see couples with good sense. They do this. They've raised the kids. They've been together 20 years, and they go buy a damn house in Costa Rica some damn where. It makes perfect sense, people, because the reason most relationships fail is because the people in them do not have the sense to move and migrate to the new territory. Get unstuck. Go to the new territory with your lover. Go to the new territory with your mate. It is something greater out there for both of you, and you don't have to grow apart. So for those of you that are going, Dr. D, man, I don't know what I should come to, what I should go. You know, one minute we fight, the next minute we have in sex. I don't, I'm confused. Well, maybe it's because you have gotten into a routine Change the don't just have sex on Wednesday, have sex on Thursday and Friday. Hell, change the damn sex day. You know, get that afro out your drawers, go and get waxed. Both of you do something different. In other words, what I'm telling you is change the way that you interact and do that with intent. Go salsa dancing, line dancing, do something that neither one of you knows how to do. And, you know, here's how relationships get back on track. When you willfully and intentionally take the time to live life together, and I like to use this term, try living life on purpose, for real. Here's the next thing when you know the, these, the, the next, uh, I'm going to give you four things where you know it's time to go. Unless you are in a freaky open relationship, cheating is not a good look. So if you or your partner is constantly cheating, that's your subconscious kicking in saying, I'm not happy anymore. And if you get to a point where you have had someone cheat on you four or five times and you are still with them, uh, that's not necessarily a sign something's wrong with them. It's more of a sign there's something wrong with you. So what is it that you're not doing that you can't hold this person's attention? Now, let me flip this before some of you that are kind of stupid go and let that be the reason to keep being abused. The other side of it is you're not dealing with the source of your problems. Ask that person, why is it that you, I'm not enough for you? And really talk about it. And if it's something that can be changed, change it. I'm here to tell you, once trust is lost in a relationship, it's pretty much a wrap. So if the other person cheated on you and let's say they're not doing it anymore and you have evidence that they're not doing it anymore, and that evidence doesn't mean that they gave you a name and they told you what hotel they went to, that's not what that means. When someone learns their lesson and they can say, you know what, I got it, I learned my lesson, this I'm sorry, and they really are, you have to ask yourself, can I forgive you? And if you can't, you need to just let it go. Long as you stay in a relationship and both you and the other person are not fully there, you're hurting four people. You're hurting yourself, you're hurting the person you're in a relationship with, and you're denying the two people God would have sent both of you the opportunity to have the person they're supposed to be with, okay? So deception, never a good thing. These last two things I'm going to tell you are just no-nos. When someone has an addiction problem, I don't care if it's gambling, I don't care if it's drugs, alcohol, shopping, uh, hoarding, whatever, that's an issue. And that's something that if uh, you stay there, you're an enabler. 
So you might want to cut your losses. And if they – and here's a good way that you can tell if it's serious. Call them out on it. And I'm not saying, you know, have an intervention, but just call them out on it and just say, you know what, every, every time I look up, you smell like the liquor store, you smell like weed. You Every time I look up, you come in the house with all these damn bags. You know we can't afford this stuff. Stop it. And if they – after you tell them that and you say, look, I, I will go into a support group. And, that, and that's the reason why the people that have these addictive behaviors go to support groups because everyone needs somebody to help them with this stuff. And you need some help too. So both of you go to a support group, get on top of this thing, and try to get that, get that issue addressed, okay? And if it doesn't happen, I, w- I always tell people, give people six months. And if somebody doesn't change what they're doing in six months, are you so stupid you're just going to keep letting somebody take a year and another year and another year from your life? Hint, you cannot get time back. Do not stay in relationships where people are basically going to screw you over. The last one, and this is the most serious one, physical abuse. If someone is slapping you upside your head and throwing stuff at you, and and, and I'm going to even – go with verbal and psychological abuse too, you know, because all of that is just a way. Uh, It's really someone else projecting their low self-esteem on you and holding you hostage with it. When people physically abuse you, psychologically abuse you, and emotionally abuse you, man, that is just not a good look. Let Let it go, you know. Now, here's some soft things to consider that may be red flags, and and here I want you to just write these down real quick. When someone says to you, and ladies, never tell a man we need to talk. That's like telling somebody I'm going to scratch the chalkboard. Please pay attention. So don't do that. But when you want to talk about the relationship and the person starts saying you, 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 point out everything you did without saying, you know what, you did this and I did that or we need to work on this, Red flag. It doesn't mean the relationship is necessarily over, but it does mean you need to probably bring somebody like me or, or, some, or some intervention to it. If the uh, one or both of you constantly wants to be the center of attention in this relationship, not a good look, man. And that's something else that you need to pay attention to. Another red flag. Another red flag is when the conversation is always, and I said this earlier, but I'm just going to repeat it. When you are constantly talking about what's wrong instead of what's right and someone is threatening to leave, well, I'm going to file for divorce, or I'm going to leave you, or the, or the dude will the hell with you and he doesn't come home for two or three days, you need to lock his ass out the house is what you need to do. And, or both of you need to realize, you know what, I am acting really childish right now. And typically, being honest with you, that's a sign that someone's inner child is crying out for help. And if you go and see somebody like me or someone that's in my field, you can probably eliminate that and get back on track. But that is not a relationship issue. That's really more of a personal issue. And then I guess the last couple of things I want to say is when conflict is a permanent part of your relationship, where one of my clients gave me this term. I'm not going to say her name. And if you're listening, girl, thank you. Uh, argument marathon, where just you have an argument that goes on and on and on. I, I remember when I was working with this particular couple, 
I would be, I, I swear, you guys, I have not smoked a joint and drank liquor in a while. I wanted to go get me some Patron and a bag of weed before these people would come and after they left because it would just wear me out. I don't know how in the hell they could deal with each other because I I was in their world an hour a week, and it put gray hairs on my chest. I'm here to tell you so. When conflict is a part of your relationship on a routine basis or the other person is always accusing you of cheating and they're frequently jealous, uh, hell no. That's is time to – and first step, try to get some help. And if they don't want to get some help, you need to get the hell up out of there. Now, that takes care of all of that stuff. Housekeeping. If you and and listen to this show. So if you if you called in because you know I see we got hundreds of callers uh, calling in and what have you. So if you have these issues going on, listen to this program again. Listen to it from the beginning. It's archived. And if you need some help, call me. Yes, it's going to cost you. Hell, anything good costs you in life. But get some help, man, and try to fix it because I'm not advocating, especially those of you that are engaged, that are married or have children or have been in a relationship over 10 years. You know, it's probably needing a tune-up more than it needs to be turned off. So let's try to fix it before you leave it. Second thing, go to the Dr. Devon Young website, that's D-R-D-I-V-A-N-Y-O-U-N-G.com, and register and sign up. I am touring this year. I, it's the Life, Love, and Relationships Miss Meal Tour. We're coming all around America. Uh, I know it's in America for the next 12 months, and we're going to do some U.K., Virgin Islands, Caribbean stuff, probably even get to Australia and Europe uh, next year, but this year and early next year, it's, it's United States. And I want you guys, if you want to host a tour date or you want to participate in it, definitely let me know. Just send a message to info at drdvonyoung.com. I will forward that to the people that are behind the tour. On this tour is Guy, is so many Trace songs, Tony Terry, Cupid. Lisa Ray, me. I mean, it's off the chain, man, and it's really a cool two-day event. Uh, if you want to be part of it, definitely hit us up and let us know. You want tickets? Uh, I'll be uh, in the next few weeks telling you how you can get tickets. This thing is going to sell out all around the country. Make sure you're a part of it. Also, go to the Facebook page. Hit the like button on the Devon Young fan page or on the personal page. Hit the follow button. We are here to make sure that you get everything, and I do mean everything you're supposed to get out of life. You know, life is too short and death is too long to be stuck on stupid. And last but not least, I've got to say this to you. Hey, I love you madly. Talk to you Sunday night at 730. This has been Conversations with Dr. D. Yvonne Young. Have a great weekend.